Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. This is not a day of demise. This is not a day of shrinking back in fear. This is a day of glorifying the Lord and walking because you know He is near. He's close at hand. He's always ready to answer your very heart's cry. So open your voice and rejoice and know that this is not time to doubt. This is time to shout. This is time to give praise to the Lord. And He will come through over and over and over for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to talk to you today about our covenant of peace. Hallelujah. Our covenant of peace. Did did you know or do you know that we have a covenant of peace? Amen. God has covenanted with us to provide peace for us. Hallelujah. Now we are living in a very uh, uncertain time. In the natural realm today, there seems there's uncertainty everywhere you look. If you turn on the news, uncertainty. No one knows what tomorrow holds. If you listen to the health department, uncertainty. No one knows what's best. No one can tell us what will happen. If you listen to the government... At any level, they're always changing the the prescription and the directions, and 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 we just don't know what tomorrow will hold. If you talk to your family, friends, neighbors, anywhere you go, you can't ask anybody. Well, what are you going to be doing in three weeks? Because nobody knows. In I guess in all of our lifetimes, there's never been a time with as great an uncertainty as we have now. That's right. Just for instance, my wife and I next month, the 22nd of May, we will be married 50 years. We had planned to go off for a few days. Who knows? We don't know if we're going anywhere or not. We don't know if the hotels are going to be open. Right. And then in July, we have planned a trip, a 50th anniversary trip to Alaska. And, and you all gave so generously to that, and we, and we appreciate that. So we have this trip all planned out. We have all of our places to stay lined up. And now, guess what? We don't know. Right. We don't know if we're going. You don't know what you're going to be doing. So there is uncertainty everywhere we look. 
Yeah. Can't plan on anything with any certainty. It's true. If we're not careful, this daily uncertainty that we wake up with every morning, that we hear broadcast to us from every form of media all day, yeah. where we see uh, uh, represented in the faces of people everywhere we go, if we're not careful, we'll allow this uncertainty yeah. to rob us of our peace. Come on. We must not let that happen. Come on. And we don't have to let it happen. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because we have a covenant. God has covenanted with us <laughs> to provide peace. Glory yes. to God. Jesus you, said this. He said, see that you are not troubled. He was talking about the things that would begin to unfold on the earth in the last days. And he said, see that you are not troubled. You could say it this way. See that you maintain your peace. Yeah. Notice he didn't say, ask me and I'll give you peace. He said, see that your hearts are not troubled. Come on. The reason he didn't say, I will give you peace in that day, is because before he left, he gave us his peace. Yes, amen. He said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, but as I give. Not the world's brand of peace. Not what would satisfy the heart of the world. But that that would satisfy the heart That's of good. the believer. That's good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Peace from God. The God kind of peace. Yeah. Right. Jesus, you never saw Jesus in his earthly ministry ever upset about anything until it was time to go to the cross. In yeah. every time when they were without food, yeah. when people were trying to kill him, when people were criticizing him, when it looked like they had run out of everything they needed, and people were coming to him and saying, we've run out of wine, we've run out of food, we have all this milk to do, what are we going to do? Jesus never exhibited lack of peace at all. Yeah, amen. Confronted with lack, yeah. he had peace. They said, how are we going to pay our taxes? He said, I have a fish, glory to God. <laughs> God provided for Jesus yeah. and he knew his father would come through. Yeah. Amen. We have the same father Woo! and Jesus left that same peace with us. Yes. Glory to God. Thank God. That's good. Now, peace, the peace of God is one of the most fundamental blessings God has provided for His children. I'll say that again. Yeah, that's good. Peace is one of the most fundamental blessings God has provided for His own. Mm. Psalm 29, verse number 11 says, The Lord will give strength to His people. How many of you are in that category? Amen. God, the Lord, will give strength to His people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Amen. Glory to God. The Hebrew word that's translated peace all through the Old Testament, the, the, the Hebrew word carries the ideas included in this world, in this word for peace, shalom, 
includes the ideas of health. Thank God. Yeah. Welfare. Yeah. That means being taken care of. Amen. Being provided for. Yeah. Welfare. Prosperity. Mm. Hallelujah. That's having plenty. Yeah. To do all that you need to do for God and to help other people and to live the good life. Hallelujah. That's what prosperity is. And this word also carries the idea of security. The world, the world's very insecure right now. But I'm not the least bit insecure. The world has a lot of uncertainty. And in the natural, there is uncertainty. I just described what's going on in our life. You know, mine and Angela's. And I'm sure every single one of you have, have, can testify of the right. same sort of things that I said about my wife and me. Yeah. In the natural, all of us are facing uncertainty. Right. But glory to God, we're not facing insecurity. There's a big difference. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's good. Health, welfare, prosperity, and security. Glory yes. to God. Amen. Lost my windscreen. <laughs> glory to God. Peace from God is in the redemptive work of Christ on the cross. Go with me in your Bible. You knew we would. We, you knew we would open our Bibles, right? Yeah. yeah. Isaiah fifty-three, verse number five. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes. We are healed. Hallelujah. Notice the chastisement of our peace yeah. was upon Him. Glory to God. That means the chastening, mm. the punishment, yeah. the discipline necessary to obtain, to obtain peace, welfare, healing, prosperity. And security was placed upon him. Jesus took our punishment so that we could have the peace of God. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. If peace is provided for you in the redemptive work of Christ, just as secure as your basic salvation, just as certain as your, as your new birth, just as sure as your forgiveness of sins, just as sure... <laughs> See if it stays on this time. Just as sure as any of the provisions of the cross belong to you, peace belongs to you. It is your yes. covenant Woo! right. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go with me to the where you're right here at the 53rd chapter. Go on down to the 54th chapter. Now, the prophet Isaiah ministered for about 60 years during the reign of five kings of Judah. He ministered during the reign of Uzziah, Jotham, uh, Hezekiah, Manasseh, and one other. Five kings. 
came and went off the throne of Judah during the active years of his ministry. And the prophet Isaiah spoke of judgment, but he always spoke of redemption just as much. In fact, he is called the prophet of our redemption. We've just read the 53rd chapter, which stands, if you could consider all of the verses of the Old Testament uh, in their greatness, the 53rd chapter of Isaiah would likely tower above all of them. Because it talks about the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ and the redemption He would bring. And so the prophet Isaiah talked about judgment and he talked about blessing. He talked about the redemption from judgment. In the 54th chapter of Isaiah, he brings both of these ideas together. And he talks about judgment and we won't go into all of that. But let's start. Glory. Let's start in verse number 4. Isaiah 54, verse number 4. Do not fear. I tell you what, let's back up. Let's start in the first verse. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen the cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and inhabit the desolate cities. It's interesting that the prophet said this while Israel was facing, in a very few short years, their complete destruction at the hands of the Babylonians. They were going to be carried away into bondage. And they were going to be there for 70 years because of their sins and their transgressions. But he had a word for them. He said, get ready for expansion. Get ready to break out on the left hand and on the right. Get ready. Lengthen your your cords and stretch out your curtains and enlarge your 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 place of inhabitation. God always has a word for His people, for His faithful, in the times of every kind of of uh, upheaval and trouble that comes upon a land. God always has a way of expansion for His people. Hallelujah. I believe. Yeah, come on. I believe during this time we're going to see the church prosper. Yeah. If we'll do what he's called us to do. Now, I honestly believe that well, we obviously know the Lord saw this coming. Yeah. He saw this coming out of China. Make no mistake, that's where it came from. He saw where he saw this coming. Well, why didn't he stop it? Well, he could have, but he didn't. I believe he didn't stop it because the church is in a backslidden condition. I'm going to say that again. The church, universal, particularly in the West, 
is in a very backslidden condition. Sometimes correction has to fall when people just will not follow the way of the Lord. That doesn't mean He sent it. It doesn't mean it was His will. But obviously, He let it happen because it happened. If He hadn't let it, it wouldn't have happened. That's right. Because He's God. Come on. But He has provided an answer for us. Yeah. Amen. That we can live without sickness and disease, yeah. and without lack, yes. and without loss. Yeah. Glory to God. So this is what He's encouraging the children of Israel in. And let's continue. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced, for you, sh for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth, and will not remember the ro reproach of your widowhood anymore. For the, make for the Maker, your Maker, is your husband. Yeah. Glory to God. <laughs> the Lord of hosts is His name. And your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Guess what? He's our Redeemer too. Yes. Glory to God. The Lord of hosts yes. is His name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is called the God of the whole earth. <laughs> Amen. Woo, hallelujah. Yes. God has, God is not reeling. Come on from what's happened. That's right. His power and His provision hasn't been diminished in this. He is still the God of the whole earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you. He's talking to the children of Israel because of the judgment that was coming their way. We've been redeemed from this, of course. Amen. For, a mo for a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies I will gather you. For a little, with a little wrath, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. And He is the God of the whole earth. And He is our Father. Glory yes, to God. Hallelujah. For this, He's talking about the trouble that they were facing. Israel was facing a time of real trouble. He said, For this is like the waters of Noah to me. For I have sworn, for I, as I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn, sworn that I would not be angry with you, nor rebuke you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord's not angry. Hallelujah. He's not rebuking the faithful. Glory to Amen. God. Amen. Amen. He said, For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of mm. peace... Be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that again. 
For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. You know, when you, when you live in a, in a time where the mountains start being shaken, yeah. And the hills start being moved around. You're talking about a time of upheaval. Yeah. When the very foundations of the earth are shaken. And the mountains are coming down. And people are crying out. Yeah. He said, my kindness will not depart from you. Oh, hallelujah. Nor shall my covenant of peace be removed. There's nothing going on in our lives that can remove God's covenant of peace. Hallelujah. He's covenanted with us to provide peace, welfare, health, prosperity, and security. Glory to God. It's part of His covenant. Amen. Let's go down for the sake of time. Let's go down to verse number 13. And all your children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of your children. Listen, parents, don't be, don't be concerned about your children being upset. Yeah. You have taught them the way of the Lord, have you not? Yeah. Have you not given your children the truth? Yeah. Have you not told them that your God, that our God and their God always provides? Have you not li- lived this in front of your children? If, if so, then your children have been taught of the Lord. Hmm. Amen. Amen. And great shall be their peace. God's not going to let your little kids be upset and terrified. In righteousness, verse 14 says, you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. He didn't just say oppression wouldn't come to you. He said you will be far from oppression. For you shall not fear. And for terror... For it, will sh- for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble. They who fear and terror and oppression. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. See, God, God sees things that are happening. Yeah. And because of the condition of this nation, because of the spiritual decline of this nation, because the church has not stood up, and stood for righteousness, but instead has compromised with the world. Certain things have come, but they didn't come from the Lord. He's not the author of them. They didn't come because of Him. They, they came because of disobedience. He said, Indeed they shall surely assemble, but not because of Me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. That reminds me from the, of the 8th chapter of, of Romans. It says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. Amen. Amen? Yeah. Glory to God. Now, I want you to pay attention to verse 16 and the next verses, 17, 8, 17, 16 and 17. I'll try to wrap this up. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals of fire who brings forth an instrument for his work. The margin of my Bible says a weapon for his work. Then he goes on to say, I have created the spoiler to, to spoil. The margin of my Bible says the destroyer to destroy. Now listen to what he's saying. He said in verse 15, Surely they, sh- surely, 
Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals of fire, who brings forth a weapon for his work. I have created the destroyer to destroy. Now, I remember when I was a young Christian, people would bring this verse up, and there seemed to be a lot of controversy in church circles. They say, well, it sounds like God creates evil. Because he created the destroyer to destroy. God creates, in a sense, God has created everything that is. You do realize God created the devil, right? Right. Now the devil, of course, was not corrupt when God created him. But God allowed it to happen. What he's saying is, it's unfortunate that these two verses I want to look at are on different pages and they're blowing all around. He said, they're going to come, but not because of me. I created. He's saying, listen, the trouble that you're faced with, the person or the circumstances coming against you, he said, listen, I'm in charge of all of it. Come on, there it is. I'm over all of it. I created the spoiler who's come after you, the destroyer's come after you. He said, I created him. Come on. I created him. Yeah. He said, I created the 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 smith, the 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 the, the soldier that forged his weapon in in uh, uh over over a fire. He said, I created him. Yeah. And then in the verse the next verse seventeen, no weapon. Yeah. Formed against you shall prosper. See that we we quote that scripture, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We usually take it out of its setting. It's in the setting of I created the guy that made the weapon. Right. (laughs) I created the destroyer. And I say nothing he does will affect you. See, God creates everything. That's good. Even the weapons of the enemy, in a sense, God has created because He's the creator of all. But because He's the creator of all, He's the only one that can say, No, you don't. No, you don't. It's not coming near my people. It No evil will befall you. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment... You shall condemn. Go with me to Romans. Eighth chapter. I just quoted it. One verse. Romans 8.31. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all. How shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? Now remember what he just said. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. See, God has a part and we have a part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Verse 33 of Romans 8, 33 says, Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Mm-hmm. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died yeah. and furthermore is also risen. Mm-hmm. Who is even at the right hand of God 
who also makes intercession for us. Amen. Woo, glory. <laughs> who or what shall separate us from the love of Christ? So shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword or coronavirus or, or uh, yeah. economic uh, upheaval? What can separate us from God's love and His covenant? Nothing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so whenever the enemy starts bringing things up to you, you need to speak your word over him. Yeah. Amen. You need to take the word of God and put it in your mouth. Yes. Amen. He said... Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Just let the devil know it is Christ who died. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. And furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for me and for my family. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God justifies. Amen. And let's go back and we'll close with the remainder of verse number 17. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. This is the heritage of every born-again Christian in this crowd this morning. We have a covenant of peace. A heritage is something that belongs to you. A heritage is something that is yours no matter what. Yeah. Mm, Hallelujah. He said, yes, trouble's going to come. I'm the guy who created the troublemaker. (laughs) And I have the power. And I have the right to tell him, there's a a wall of protection around this man because his righteousness is from me. Oh, glory. (laughs) Glory. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Don't be afraid church of what tomorrow holds I know there's uncertainty there's uncertainty in everybody's life we've never seen a time like this we just literally don't know what's going to happen that's only in the natural Come on. in the spirit realm we can know, know exactly what's going to happen what's going to happen is God is going to continue to meet every need Tomorrow, next week, next month, six months, one year from now, our God will continually be faithful all through this. He'll keep us well. (laughs) He will look out for our overall welfare. You're not going to lose everything you have. You're not going to lose lose what you've saved. You're not going to lose all that you've labored for. I'm saying you're not going to lose it. Yeah. Because this is our heritage. Yes. Our prosperity. Not only are we not going to lose what we've gained, we're going to gain more. Amen. Hallelujah. Our security is of is from the Lord. And he, the, His name is the Lord of hosts. Yes. <laughs> he is the God of the whole earth. Hallelujah. And He's God over the devil. Yeah. He's yeah. God over trouble. Yes. He's God over every circumstance. And He's going to be not only your Father, remember, He's God. Mm. 
Your right. father is God. I like usually like to put it the other way. God is my father. Yeah. Ooh, I love to talk about the fatherhood of God. But it's good to remind myself every now and then that not only is God my Father, but my Father is God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory, glory. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.